Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, hold on, let me start this. Let me try to be professional with this shit. Um and I just curse. And then there goes that professionalism. Welcome, welcome people. This is um <clears throat> VOG podcast, PC podcast. I am the voice of God, Derek H. Flint, and um I'm just welcoming welcoming you to the show in a in a professional manner. Cause you know I'm trying to trying to be professional with this and um for some for some odd reason people who i don't people i just consider people who i see in passing um not even associates and things of that nature uh (laughs) seem to find something special about my voice and um that's why i'm doing this show if i'm just keeping it a buck with everybody um it's because people have hyped me and um, I was discussing with somebody how I should be the reincarnation of uh, Isaac Hayes, uh, of Chef on South Park. And uh, if anybody out there can make that happen, please do. Matt Parker, Trey Stone, if you are listening to this, let me lick my chocolate salty balls. Let me let me be the reincarnation of Chef um, on your show. Uh, South Park is on 20, season 23. They've been getting bread for 23 years. Think about it. Just think about it. I just want to be the voice of uh, Chef's Reincarnation for maybe like two seasons uh, just to get my voice out there, see what happens, you know. I'm just putting it out there on the mic. I'm sorry, people. Uh, This is not how the show goes, but, you know, uh, I'm doing it different tonight. (laughs) I'm still a little stoned, but I'm I'm doing it different tonight. Um, But, yeah, that's first and foremost out there. And uh, I just want to say thank you to those people who believe in me. And um, I appreciate them more than they would ever know so you know thank you for the encouragement and because of them you get you get to you get this show so you know you're welcome you're welcome people you're welcome uh welcome back i hope you survived the heat wave wherever you are um they're trying to kill us there's no there's no way it goes um from fucking 99 degrees 104 to under 80 or not that much above 80 within a couple of days. That's not how it works. Um, it's not normal. But uh, as I've documented over the course of this show, the weather is just not normal anymore, and I don't know what normal is anymore. Um, maybe this was the ebb and flow or the climate changing naturally, as it has been doing for millions and millions of years, or however long they tell you this place has been around. Um but nonetheless, this shit ain't normal, man. I hope you survived the heat wave. And I, I hope um, you're keeping, keep your loved ones close. Because, you know, <laughs> listen to me, man. Um, I'm just going to get straight into the point, man. It seems like slowly but surely, um, things are unraveling. And when I, when I say things are unraveling, but, but what I mean is I think they're testing us slowly but surely. Um, just to see our reactions and just to see it, really what it's going to take to get you get you people to riot like they want you to. Um, that's just This is just my perspective and my opinion. Uh, that's what I think is going on because it's just, there's too many events just happening right now. And um, is America as important as it used to be? No. But will America be the trigger point um, for the new era that they want to usher in, it, it might be. It might be. Um, 
America is still significant in the world. The power that America once had is no longer existent. That's just, you know, the power is shifting, man. China, Russia. Um, those are the two. It's, it's shifting to an Eastern way of doing things instead of the Western world being in power, if I'm just keeping it a buck with you people. That's really what's happening right now, and I I don't know what part aliens play in this, but um, th that's what's going on, just to keep it a buck with you people. But I, as I was saying, I think they're testing uh, the people here in America. I think it been, I think it started a long time ago. Um, <laughs> you niggas didn't riot properly over them shooting, shooting unarmed people. So they they were like, all right, this is not working. We got to stop doing this. This is only <laughs> it might it might fuck up the money. So we got to stop. Um, if you notice, it did stop. Not altogether with police killing people, but you don't hear as much about it as you used to, or there are not as many cases as there were in the years prior to this. Um, if you don't know right now here in America, um, Puerto Rico, which is an American territory uh, colony, whatever however you want to put it, um, it's it's they're protesting in mass. Um, I haven't seen any stories of people getting shot by rubber bullets or things of that nature. They were still recovering from the hurricane, which some parts of Puerto Rico were without electricity for over a year. Um, people died. Did that, you know, <laughs> oh, God. And then your man's, your man's, the command in office, the gangster in office, said he's the best thing to ever happen to Puerto Rico. Sweet, sweet baby Jesus, man. Like, I thought I had an ego. This guy, I, I ain't got nothing on this guy, man. Um, you just have to understand, it's 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 utterly ridiculous in terms of what is going on in Puerto Rico. And, you know, this is America. Puerto Rico is America. If you really, you know, if we're just being, um, if we're ever just being, being real about it it is america so the protest the protests have been going on here for a number of years protesting won't change anything um they are protesting i guess the mayor or the governor said some said some foul shit on twitter or or, or somewhere on social media uh criticizing the gays and um i'm sorry i'm sorry I shouldn't have said that word. Um, criticizing people and things of that nature. I don't need that mafia coming after me, man. I'm just getting started. Um, but yeah, he said something. Now they're protesting for him to resign, and um, they should, they should really be protesting over uh, the Washington D.C. treating them very, very savagely. But um, yeah, if you don't know the uh, those things have been going on for a while now, and it's uh. I just posted it on uh, Instagram, the pictures of the mass protest going on in Puerto Rico. And it's just, it's, I would say it's refreshing to see. But then in my head, I'm just like, you know, nothing, nothing's going to change, man. And that's the sad part, man. And um, hundreds of thousands of Puerto Ricans filled the streets of San Juan for another massive protest. They want Governor Ricardo Rosello to resign after Puerto Rico Center for Investigative Journalism published a series of profanity-laced, homophobic, and misogynistic messages between Rosello and other members of his inner circle. Now, 
After reading that, I get conflicted because I'm like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How'd they get his messages? I told y'all, nothing is private. They're spying on everybody. Like, nobody is safe from anything you say being held against you. And always remember that. And I know, good God, I know I know when I do make it, my broke boy tweets and uh, my broke, broke boy Facebook posts are going to come back to haunt me. But um, good God, man. This is ridiculous, man. In a Facebook Live post, the government admitted, sun- admitted Sunday that a huge portion of the population is unhappy. So he announced he won't run for re-election next year and was resigning as the president of the new progressive party. Good God, man. So they made him resign pretty much off of this. They're fighting for their rights in a democratic way, in a peaceful way. Uh, good God, man. I- <laughs> You understand this, man. You understand what's going on here. They're stopping the money. It's fucking up the money. So something is going to change. But good God, this is America. Just understand this. This is happening. Um, He's not resigning. He's just not going to run for re-election. He's still going to have some position of power. So let's not ever get that um, fucked up, just for the record. And um, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's utterly... It's just crazy just to see, like, yo, this is America, and this is happening. Um, I don't know how long before they're going to get their whole shit shut down. But uh, if you know like I know, it's probably coming, man. And it's it's probably <laughs> – I just gave you out a story about the protesters losing eyes. Um, they're going to they're gonna shut this down somehow. I, I just don't know when or if it's going to happen. Um, now, another way why I say – they're testing us. Uh, I don't know. I live in New York. I do this show from New York. So what happens here in New York, I keep a I keep a very close eye on. I don't know if uh, if you have ever traveled to New York, but do you, you understand what um, you, if you have, you understand what the MTA is, the subway system uh, that we have here in New York City. It is it is by far the most convenient place in the world where you can get to the one the other side of the city and never have to use a car. And that's a beautiful, lovely thing. But the MTA in the subway system is a very, very ugly place. I think these is nice what a kid Merrow once said, you know, it's like entering the Hunger Games. And, you know, it, it kind of is. Um, now, why well, say that they're testing people? Um, I think, you know, this is twice. In the past uh, couple of weeks where the whole, like, they shut down the whole system. And uh, this was Saturday. Um, it was Friday or Saturday where the one, two, three, four, five, and 6 trains were shut down and weren't running in either direction on uh, for about two to five hours, pretty much. And they had people trapped in the subways. And if you don't you don't know it's hot as shit down there especially in the summertime and it was like a heat wave this weekend when this whole thing happened and when i saw the story i'm just like wait hold on hold on hold on is it time to get the bug out bag and go because this this is not this is there's too many occurrences of some weird completely weird shit happening where it's just like yo this is not i'm pretty sure this is not supposed to happen and um when one of the mass transit systems in a major city in this country that I live in 
just goes down for hours. Um, <laughs> maybe I watch too much YouTube. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe I'm paranoid, or maybe I just research too much. And um, I've seen, I've seen the documents that um the government and the powers that be have prepared for um the people in general, and it's, they seem like test for the real thing. Um, I gave you out the um. I gave y'all the time when I went to the ATM and they were like, nah, yo, the bank, the ATM has been out for like 24 hours for a whole, for a certain bank that I use. Um, yeah, that was weird to me because I'm like, wait, hold on. This is part, this is all part of the plan if you, um, if you're very familiar with that, you know. The 72 hour thing where the blackout happens, the internet goes down and everything goes haywire for a little bit. Um, yeah, but this this whole the trains not running, um <laughs> it was just crazy, man. And this was it said service had been restored after a computer failure impacted services on Friday evening. Uh, I don't they haven't said this wasn't a cyber attack yet. Um the MTA says a simple reboot brought the system back online, but the root cause of the computer failure is still unknown. Hey, yo, man, listen, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't pretend or proclaim to be some sort of oracle or some somebody who's gonna tell you what's gonna happen. Um, but these seem like tests to me. Like, don't if you don't if you're not into that sort of theory or have researched it or seen the videos on it. I, I don't know. I, I want to tell you Google the 72-hour theory or the blackout theory or I, I don't know what to tell you to Google. But this all seems like part of it. To have, uh, like I said, the mass transit system in one of the major cities in America just go down and they don't know what the problem is. Um it's a, it's a problem, man. And like I said, I, the people were stuck on the platforms, and um, nobody, niggas didn't riot, niggas didn't steal nothing. Remember, they just had the blackout on the whole Upper East Side, and they the first thing they said was like, yo, this wasn't a cyber attack. And then a couple of days later, the whole mass transit system goes out. Like, I'm not proclaiming to know everything. I'm not complaining. I'm not proclaiming to have inside knowledge. But this don't seem right to me. And maybe it only doesn't seem right because of what I've watched and what I've studied. But it doesn't seem right. And they're saying this shouldn't have this shouldn't have happened. New Yorkers should be able to rely on the transit system to get home. Good God, man. Do you understand this? Most of the trains had lighting, power, and air conditioning. This is crazy. You should see the pictures of um, the subway stations. And it was during a heat wave, as I said, man. Um, there's no excuse why they aren't prepared. Now, officials say the same issue stalled the train system on July 6th. I said this is the second time this has happened within within the month of July. <laughs> We all know, well, all us New Yorkers know the MTA ain't shit. 
just in general and just for the record. We know the MTA ain't shit. Um, they raise the fares, the service. Is not, you're always going to get delayed for some reason or another. That's just the way the MTA works. Um, you're going to have to sit on a, this is going to sound really crazy, but you're going to have to sit on a homeless person's bed. That's why when you get off the train, always take your clothes off when you get in the crib because you're, <laughs> you're sitting on a homeless person's bed. Just understand that if you ride the MTA. Um, but this, this right here, um, as I said, I don't, I'm not an oracle, but uh, this don't seem right for this to happen. Remember, it, <laughs> Fucking a blown transformer turned the whole sky blue. And you still never got an explanation to why that happened. So just understand like um what's going on here. So when I say they're testing you, I'm not saying it as if, you know, I know something crazy is gonna happen. But uh this <laughs> this shit ain't right. If they're saying, yo, this is not uh this is completely unacceptable, somebody should be held accountable, and um New Yorkers this shouldn't happen in New York. And then they tell you some dumb shit like a simple reboot brought the whole thing back online. You you got to be out of your mind. And then on top of that, on top of that, um, 10,000 New Yorkers lost power at the height of the Sunday heat wave. And this was yesterday, man. Um, and this was Sunday afternoon. Some 10,000 Con Edison customers were sweating it out without power as of 6 p.m. Sunday. So, <laughs> mind you, it was like 104 yesterday, man. I'm going to tell you all some shit about yesterday, too. I'm probably going to say some shit I shouldn't say on the mic either. But um, the, the, <laughs> how they lose power? I mean, I I guess they're going to tell you it was too much uh, too much demand for power because everybody had their ACs running. It was a fucking 104 degrees. And uh, the other kind of, this shouldn't be happening. So, this is... Two blackouts um, within a week or two. I can't say the other date, man. Um, some 10,000 kind of, I already read that. The number was a fraction of that of that just an hour before. But swaths of Brooklyn began losing electricity just after 5 p.m. when the heat index reached a blistering 102, according to the National Weather Service. Con Ed responded to the outages, affecting roughly 4,500 customers citywide. The largest outages were in Flushing and Richmond Hill in Queens, Park Slope, Flatbush and Brighton Beach in Brooklyn, and Lincoln Square in Manhattan. The, you understand this, man? So the trains go out, the power goes out. Um, this is all a Con Ed glitch, I guess you could say. I don't, I don't know. What you want me to say? But that's twice in a week and uh, twice in a month that the subway system just stops. <sighs> I'm not saying that they're pushing you to riot over this stuff, but um, they they're, they're testing you. Like some some shit is not something's not right about all of this. New York City is like a major uh, one of the major money centers of the world, and um. For all of this to be happening in New York, um, the, it's just crazy, man. At one point in the 4 to 5 p.m. hour, Con Ed was pumping out 12,048 megawatts of electricity 
edging out a record spike of 11,855 megawatts set between 3 and 4 p.m. on August 13th, 2016. An average weekend load is 10,000 megawatts, while weekdays can see 13,000 megawatts. <laughs> the utility blamed the heat wave, which sent the heat index soaring to 110 degrees for overheating equipment that led to outages and explained that demand can sometimes spike as people return home to the city Sunday night. Do you understand this, man? The power failures paled in comparison with last week's blackout when some 73,000 customers lost power in Manhattan for several hours. <sighs> I, I have to laugh, man. Um, it's just for the fact that it's, it's like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So that's 83,000 people in like a week and a half that... um. Had uh, <laughs> they had their power just go out in one of the major money centers in New York. Do we? Do we? I don't think we understand um what happened, man. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna say you always see these con niggas out there working too. I don't know what they're doing, but good God, man. Um, it. it, it Three of the 19 cables that snake out of a substation to deliver electricity to homes and businesses in the area had failed. Then, in a span of about 10 minutes, a fourth and then fifth failed. Tim Cowley, the president of Con Edison, recounted in an interview. <sighs> I'm not saying it sounds like bullshit. It all sounds, it all sounds good. But for sweet baby Jesus, man, um, by 5.30 p.m. today which is Monday, 5,000 customers in Southeast Brooklyn still remain without electricity, but were expected to have it restored later that evening, according to Con Edison. So that means today people were still out um, without power. Of the more than 3 million customers that Con Edison serves in New York City and suburban Westchester County, more than 12,000 were without power as strong thunderstorms rolled into the area Monday night, bringing high winds and heavy rain that flooded many city streets. Good God. I didn't even know there was flooding tonight, but we did have a fucking monsoon just about a little a little while ago. But sweet baby Jesus, man, you can't, you can't make this shit up, man. Um... <laughs> I think they're testing niggas. That's all I'm going to say, man. Like, Because all of this happening in a short span of time, um, just don't sit right with me. All, all I'm going to say is this, man. For this to happen in um, one of the major money centers of the world, it, it's, uh, there's, something, there's something bigger going on here. And um, while, while I'm saying this, let me, just, let me just segue for you. Let me just segue for you people and um, get you to understand something. Um, when I say America's power is over, the military dominance is done. You can forget that. Um, and I'm slowly but surely documenting uh, the fall of the petrodollar and the fall of America's monetary influence on the uh, world as we know it. And uh, I don't... I don't say these things for no reason. And it could be, as I said, it could be because I've researched and because of the videos I've watched and because, you know, they're just things you learn along the journey. And um, 
I gave you people the meaning of the petrodollar in terms of basically America's currency is only valued at what it is due to the fact that that's how people pay for their oil on a global basis. Do your research. Google it. I'm just telling you what's really out there. Um, so you have to understand, like, you know, that that's coming to an end. I've given you... Um, I've given you a couple of times, I know I just did the last show, that um, and I'm just slowly pointing out to you that China, Iran, Russia, and Venezuela are all working on cryptocurrencies or other forms of currency to trade oil in due to the fact that um, they're, tired, they're tired of the dollar. This is what it is, man. Like America's slowly but surely being pushed out. And uh, most people don't realize it because, you know, loving hip-hop is on or whatever other bullshit y'all watching. So, it, uh, I'm just, just, just want you to pay attention to it as it goes along because, you know, uh, I don't know if Bitcoin is ever going to be worth shit because nobody could tell me how to cash out. But um, just understand, this is, the shift is happening. And it, it really is. And when I say that, uh, you know, um, <laughs> let me just read this. Let me just read this for you. I'm going to read it very slow. China's answer to the NASDAQ just had a crazy first day. Stocks gained 140%. <laughs> They're trying to replace the dollar with cryptocurrency. And um, the stock market capital of the world is probably shifting as well and this is part of it um and it's <laughs> let me just read this man trading on china's new nasdaq style stock market got off to a spectacular start on monday as investors sent share prices soaring creating several new tech billionaires in the process the new board of the Shanghai Stock Exchange, known as the Star Market, is part of China's bid for tech superpower status. The initiative was unveiled less than a year ago by President Xi Jinping. Beijing hopes Star will help China's high-tech companies ta tap into the vast wealth held by local investors and entice global leaders such as Alibaba and Tencent to return from stock markets in New York and Hong Kong. The 25 stocks listed on Star had gained 140% on average by the, time the start, by the time the market closed. Shares in Angie Microelectrics technology, which make materials for semiconductors, rocketed as much as 520% before trimming those gains to 400 Um... <laughs> I don't think y'all understand what's going on here, man. Even if I read this whole article, you're not, you're not, um, you're not gonna get it. But I just need you to understand that it's. Um, let me just read this part. China has begun encouraging its companies to become less dependent on foreign money and technology. A campaign that has intensified during the trade war with the United States and since the Trump administration, blacklisted Huawei, or Huawei, a leading global smartphone maker and 5G network supplier. 
previous attempts by China to create a rival to NASDAQ in 2009 and 2013 failed because of lack of quality listings and the limited turnover in shares. Shanghai's star market might be different. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can only laugh because I think I got, I'm not saying I'm smarter than anybody, but I, you have to understand what's going on. Here. Like, it's about to be a wrap. And that's why all this testing is going on. Um, <laughs> they want you people to riot uh, or go crazy. So, um, so yeah, so then order out of chaos. I can't, that's all I'm going to say about that. But um, I, I, I'm just documenting for you how they are slowly but surely going to phase the power of wealth that this fuckery that we live in is being phased out with cryptocurrency and stock markets and places of power now opening. Um, you don't, you don't, you don't have to believe me. You don't have to take anything I say to heart as if I know something you don't. I, I barely went to fucking high school. You have to understand this, all right? So you don't have to believe me. You don't have to run with what I'm saying as if it's the gospel of a sweet baby Jesus or anything of that nature. But this is happening. Um, <laughs> will this guy start a war to stop it? I don't know. Um, are the Iran sanctions speeding all this stuff up? The Iran sanctions and the trade war? Yes. Yes. It's speeding up the demise of um, the demise and downfall of this country, from my perspective, like you don't got to rock with that, like you know, <laughs> I'll get into that at the end of the show. Um, but you you have to understand, like you know, just understand what's happening here. Um, so value your dollar and travel while you, while you can, uh, because you know shit is shit is going left. Yeah, I've been trying to document that for y'all. Um, you can Google all of this. Google, um. Iran cryptocurrency, uh, Iran, Russia, Venezuela cryptocurrency, Google it. Google China's stock market. They're banking on China's stock market not lasting. Now, China has, China's producing the highest number of billionaires in the world. So that's, that's happening right now. And you have to understand that. And it's not... It's not going to change. America is not producing wealth at the rate that China is producing it. I'll have to keep track of this to see if uh, the star market lasts. But um, I'm just documenting for you um, that, you know, that power shift is happening. So just be prepared for it. I, I personally, I don't know how I'm going to prepare for it because, you know, I'm on the lower end of the, the monetary scale, which means I'm not wealthy. You know, I... <laughs> I don't know if I'm middle class. I'm still trying to figure that out for my goddamn self. Um, but where I'm going, I'm going to be all right. So, uh, but yeah, just keep an eye on this, people, you know. <laughs> They're finding their way around the dollar. And um, the, the dollar is not is not going to be, the dollar is not going to be worth what you think it's worth right now, man. Um, it's the first time that a Chinese president has announced the establishment of a stock exchange, highlighting the extent to which Beijing hopes that the board will help China become the dominant player in the technologies 
future. <laughs> They're not even going to let America in. They're going to be like, yo, keep your stock market. We good. We good over here. Um, keep your dollars. We good over here. We're trading in cryptocurrency, and we trade. We got our own stock market. We don't need you. And um, <laughs> it's going to be very fucking hard to make America great again without that outside money. So just uh, just understand that. Uh, all right. Now that was that was the serious part of the show. Now you know. Let me let me let me get into this, man. Um, salute to my favorite rapper that I've never heard a song of. I've never heard a song. I've never seen a video. No, nothing like that. But this dude is my favorite rapper, TK, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna say free TK because he probably he probably murdered people. Man. <laughs> let me just say that, man. Um, there's a now they got a video of him crying uh, while he was under police investigation, man. Uh, I, he did a song called The Race while he was on the run. I'm going to listen to that, man. So um, <laughs> he got a police interrogation, and, and the, he was crying on camera, man. And he was a minor. He was 17. And it's just ridiculous, man. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. That's my favorite rapper, uh, even though I never heard the race yet, man. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see it, man. I mean, he's in, he's in custody now. I think he got found guilty of. Hold on, let me let me get this shit right, man. Um, the, yo, that as I said, yo, they use everything against you, man. The race video and lyrics are being used as evidence in rapper sentencing. You understand this, man? Um. Let me get a let me get a reputable source because all this stuff is just like hip hop stuff. Um, let me go to this man. He got convicted of murder. Teen rapper Take Hate convicted of murder for his role in a robbery that left one man dead. This shit got this. This is the same thing they got Max B on, man. Um, the 19 year old whose legal name is Tamor McIntyre was also convicted of three counts of aggravated robbery. Good God, man. Jordan told CNN that TK took a part in a robbery that left a 21-year-old man dead in 2016. TK is one of seven defendants accused in connection with the incident. The other six were found guilty or they reached a plea deal. Things is right. Trust me, man. Witnesses testified TK was part of a plan to steal drugs and money from the victim's home in Mansfield, which is in the Dallas-Fort Worth metropolitan area. Good God, man. They're saying, man, <laughs> look at it. Prosecutors said the plan to rob the house was actually the idea of a 15-year-old girl whose friend reached out to TK because she believed he could get guns for the robbery. I think they set him up, man. I, I think they set him up, man. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, the race got 170 million views. I'm, I'm, I got to listen to this, man. Um, but now people are saying free TK. <sighs> I, yeah, I, you know what? It sounds like entrapment, man. That little girl, a little girl set him up, man. Little bro, don't you ever, don't you ever, some some girl ever call you with something questionable? Just smoke one and think about it, please. Don't ever do no shit like this. Um, free. I'm not gonna say free. Take K. This nigga's my favorite rapper, man. He's really, he's really about that life. Even though he was young and dumb, I mean. He kind of reminds me of myself when I was that age, but I was never into no shit like this. But, um, yeah. Like I'm saying, you know, if Trump's going free, Rocky, he might as well free take K2. But then they're like, no, he kind of 
He might have had a role in somebody's murder, man. Um, we can't, we can't, we can't free this dude, man. <laughs> Crazy. That is my favorite rapper, though, man. Even though I never heard the race, that is my favorite rapper. And, I, and listen, I have this thing. Let me. I, I gotta see if I can find the story, man. Nah, I don't think that's the dude who was riding around with um, riding around with his friends after he killed them. That ain't him. But uh, the other dude. <laughs> He's my, he's my favorite rapper. I don't know why. <laughs> Never heard a song from him, but that's my favorite rapper. And um, that is what it is, man. So salute to Take K. And if you ever get a hold of this, man, hold your head. And, uh, they said they're trying to get that boy 40 years, man. I mean, he'll get out when he's like 60. And um, yeah, good God. That's too much, man. I mean... I got to go listen to this race shit, man. I don't know what it is, but I definitely got to listen to it. Um, it's another story I wanted to talk about, but I, this show is, it might run long, man. Um, hey, you know what? Let me get into this, man. Um, <laughs> you know what? Nah, fuck that story, man. I, I, I'll do this one tomorrow, probably. Let me let me just get this off my chest. I got to get this off my chest because it's um, <laughs> it's been bugging me. Like I said, I don't know why. It's just been bugging me for some reason. And I, I'm not, yeah, listen, I love, I love all my day ones from Jump, man. All the homies who I've known since I was like seven or eight and now all kids is playing together. I love, I love all of y'all from the bottom of my heart, man. No bullshit. I don't. Um, it's just like some, uh, for one, I got to get up with my day ones yesterday. And uh, it was a beautiful, beautiful thing just to have our kids play together and all that other stuff. And it was just great. Like, it was great. I have no complaints about that whatsoever. None. None whatsoever. No complaints. And I know y'all are like, all right, so what's your gripe, you Aggie nigga? Like, just tell us what the story is. Tell us the gripe. Um, I love all my day ones. I don't feel no differently about y'all. <laughs> but if I got questions, I got questions. Um, Now... I'm not labeling anybody anything. Let me just start that off. Let me just preface this with that. And I'm going to end the show on this note, too. But um, there's just questions in my head. Because one, one of my day ones, one of, a couple of my day ones have been away. They've been away. They've been upstate. They did some time or whatever. Right? Um. It's just very rare to me. Not that I run the street life. Not that I was ever. I already gave y'all my crack selling stories. You know, <laughs> I already gave y'all that. Um, there's no way. There's no way you do it like you do a stretch and then have like a DEA sticker on you. Like I don't understand that. Like it's some. It's some off with that to me. So if you know somebody who did a stretch and then they have a DEA, like oh, so any type of PBA cards or anything else like that on their, you know, person or dash, it just it just leaves it left me a little bit questions. I'm like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, something, something ain't adding up here, B. And um, <laughs> never mind the stories I heard in the jacks. Never mind all that. Never mind all that good stuff. But some some ain't adding up, man. And it's not. Like, I'm not. I'm not saying anything about anyone. 
But when shit don't add up, I just have a hard time of letting it slide. And um, I, it just I'm like, yo, are you one of them? Like, cause if you wanted them, you could tell me. Like, I'm cool with that. Like, you could just tell me, so I know where. Like, I I don't do anything illegal, but you know, it's just certain parameters. But I'm like, I don't want to say nothing, even though I know now just from me having the questions. Like, don't say nothing too crazy or any kind of any any implicating anything. Around certain people, cause I'm like, yo, some this ain't adding up, my guy. Like, this is not adding up. But um, it's one of those things where it's just like, yo, you know, <laughs> I love all my day ones, regardless. But uh, when shit don't add up. Just, <laughs> just be careful. That's all I'm gonna say, man. But you can't, you can't do a stretch and then have um protection from them. Because it make it look like you might be working with them. And it, shit ain't adding up. And I'm not even doing anything illegal in my life at all. But um, <laughs> I can't help it when shit don't add up. I just question it, man. So, you know, it's just a question I'm putting out to the eye. Like, how, do you, how would y'all feel about that? If You know. <laughs> and I'm not talking about no small stretch. I'm talking about one of my, yo, one of my day ones is not getting out till 2034. Let's just understand that. So, um, but <laughs> you got to understand this. Like, yo, you can't have them protecting you after doing a, a certain amount of time because it, it looks like you might be with them. And I'm not saying that you are, if you ever do come across this show, I'm not saying that you are with them. But it may... <laughs> It make it looks like it, it looks like it. I'm just I'm not even I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I'm keeping it so 100. So just it's the first time ever in my life I seen some shit like this. So if you know somebody who's did like a stretch and now they, you know, don't gotta worry at don't gotta worry at all about getting anything. And I, it's just weird, man. It's just some weird shit. Anyway, um, thank you, thank you for listening. Thank you for putting up with me for the 40, 44, 46 minutes of your life um i appreciate you all for listening and if you know anybody who needs a voiceover narration or um needs me to read their needs me to create their ebook you just let me know send me an email dflint51 at gmail.com and i'll make it happen uh nonetheless i appreciate y'all all for listening man uh i love everybody i'm not grumpy man i'm a, I'm a very happy dude people just mistake me for being grumpy because your perception of happiness might not be mine because you know like a fucking Robin Williams. Everybody thought he was the happiest, giddiest dude on earth. And he fucking, fucking put a bullet in his own head. You know? Everybody ain't rocking like you rocking, man. Uh, either way, I appreciate you all. I love everybody. Be easy. Love your life. Don't be kissing people in the mouth. And uh, use a rubber. Use a rubber. That's all I got to say, man. Be easy, y'all. Huh? Till next time. One. Well,